restate it just for a few minutes and let, let me share it because this is such a, this was just, how many know the Lord knows what he plans, what he does, he, he dictates the day, he dictates all that and a lot of things, a lot of things just kind of just fit together as it unfolds and, and today I, I do want to share, I got this one little scripture, I know sometimes that's dangerous just having one little scripture because I know a lot of times that don't mean nothing with me but I do, I just got this one little scripture that I want to share with you. really with with our day that's really what I come I come really to speak against I don't, I don't know if speaking against is the right word but to, to give us something to war to fight back with the voices of today that's probably what I really should say I'm not really speaking against the day I, I, I come to equip us equip us to fight back with what we're facing today and and, and of course, this will not be in totality. I'm not going to save today in 10 or 15 minutes. I will not have time. But I'm going to tell you what. This right here will take a big swing at a lot of it. It really will. Take a big big stab at some of it. I like, y'all know me. I like to poke at stuff. I'm going to take a poke at something this morning. I'm just going to take a poke at something. Amen. And if it's alive, we'll beat the fire out of it. Amen. 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 I want to read this scripture to you. Daniel. Daniel 11 and 32, and I'm not, I haven't got time to build any foundation, and I don't really need to, because that's not really what I come to speak to. I ain't got time to really do a whole lot of context or any of that. I'm just going to speak, I just want to speak what the Lord's put in my heart. Daniel 11, 32, I'll give you this one verse. You can stay seated, you can stay seated. Uh, Y'all been up and down, up and down. Listen, listen to what the word of the story. And, and such as do wickedly against the covenant. I mean, you know, last week we talked about covenant, covenant covenant especially the blood the blood the blood but he talks about those that that get outside the covenant do wickedly against go contrary evil listen shall 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 he corrupt i want you to get that by flatteries but the people that do know i want you to hear this this is this is my favorite part the people that do know their god shall be strong shall be strong and do exploits brother mcclurkin People that do. Somebody say, how does a farmer from Tennessee go to Sudan and, and, and do all what he's done? He don't think it's been much. He, he, don't think, he don't think they've got much done. My gracious. You know how somebody from a farm in Tennessee ends up in Sudan doing all that for the kingdom of God? It's somebody who knows their God. That knows their God. Yes, knows their God. And it's with that this morning, I want I want to just I just want to touch on one little thought this morning. I want to thought, you know, there's so much crazy deception in our world right now. I, I liked what he thought. He said when he's over there and he hears news back here, he's like, man, I ain't sure I even want to go back. And I can get that. I understand that. And a lot of and what he, a lot of what he's hearing, you know, is true. It's happening. It's going on. But they they is they is some. He's still a few. God still got a few. He still got a few. He still got a few. He got a remnant. He's got a few that some people don't know not of. That ain't bowed a knee. That still think God is God. There's still a few that, that that we know God as well. Amen. But I understand because the deception of the deception that's in our world. It's, I, I want to call it crazy deception. Because this that's what the Lord revealed to me. He showed me something. It's just crazy the deception that we see. 
uh, you know, God established the covenant, right? And, and, and really established that to keep us safe. Not to hinder us, not to stop us, not to, so we couldn't have a good life, not so we couldn't laugh or have a good time, not so we couldn't enjoy our families or enjoy life. No, he built a covenant so that we could, we could stay safe and really keep us safe from even deception. Keep us safe from, from the deceiving lies of the enemy or mankind or whatever. But when we operate outside the covenant, and I'm going to get it here, I'm going to get there. When we outside outside the covenant, it's, we're set up for deception. We're set up for the flatteries. We're set up. We're set up for the delusion. I, I think Second Thessalonians really brings that out there. When, when, when we don't operate or take in the truth, the truth, we'll believe lies. We'll be, believe lies and be damned. To that point, we will. We'll believe lies and be damned and, and push away the truth and be lost. That, that's what he's really talking about. And in this day, you know, the Spirit speaks expressly. In the latter day, the latter day. And I know the latter day has been since the ascension, but I'm going to tell you what, we're in the last of the latter day. We're in the late. It's late here in the latter days. It's done got really late in these latter days. It has, it has. But it, it speaks expressly that in, in these days, in these days that some, some, some will give way of the faith, will move away from the faith, being seduced, seduced by spirits, doctrines of devils, and are moved away. They've left the faith, got away from the faith. And, and all, that, all that ties into this crazy deception that we see going on in our world today. It's crazy. There's really two lies I want to talk to you about this. Two deceptions, two deceiving lies, two things. And, and I'm, I'm hurrying. I'm, I'm way ahead already. Praise God. Uh, uh, I, believe, I believe the first one is this. The first one is this. And I ain't building, y'all proud of me, I ain't building no foundation or nothing. Uh, the, but the first one is this, defeatism. Defeatism. There's this message of defeatism. Uh, Faith-killing statements. Faith-killing statements from from our world, from our culture, from the media, sometimes from the church, sometimes from 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 people un, unmeaningly, not even really meaning to, but but overall, especially our culture and our media, from the enemy, from the dark darkest parts of hell. There's faith killing statements, and this is a message. It's this it's defeatism. It's and I don't even know if that's a word. I, I don't know. I just I liked it, so I used it. But in this hour, in this hour of darkness and chaos and, and violence and craziness, all this stuff, you know, you can hear, you can hear, you can hear hell screaming. You can't. Telling you you can't, or that won't work, or you shouldn't. No. That's not going to happen over and over and over. Laughing sometimes even at your faith. Laughing at you, I, I don't know this about you, but I guarantee you, you went through all these voices. I, I can, I, I know, because I ain't even went to Sudan. I ain't even went, I, I mean, I went on a few trips to like them little short ones where I know I'm going to be back, and I think my longest trip was like 21 days. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, 21 days? I'm going to really sacrifice here. And I didn't, I'll just be honest with you, my wife was sitting back there grinning because, because about day seven, I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> Who's going to feed the cows? I mean, gosh, I got to go home. 
Amen. But anyway, anyway, I, I hear it does, but, but it laughs at our dreams. That's part of, that's part of this voice of, of defeatism. You share your dream, your vision, hell laughs, culture laughs, people laugh. Sometimes people in church laugh. It's this message of, uh, uh, of no, and, and, and it ridicules our faith. It, it pulls at our faith. It, it mocks our hope. Don't you even dare hope. Don't you dare hope. Don't you think you, can, you have the audacity to hope in this day? See, that's, that's the message. That's the voice that's being belched from the very gut of hell. Coming, coming across in, in so, 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 so many ways. Makes fun of our righteousness. Faith-killing statements. All the way, everywhere. Every call or, or ever, ever, ever call we feel to action, ever call we feel to move, there's, there's these, there's these, ever call we hear to service, ever call to step out, we, that's what we hear. That's what we hear. We hear this. We hear this over and over and over. And, and it's defeatism. And, and, and you know what? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some of us, some of us have learned to live in that. I'm going somewhere. We, we've learned to live in, in defeatism. We've learned to live there. We've learned to live with that message. We've learned to live not hoping, not dreaming. We, we, we've learned. And here's, here's just some signs. Here's some signs. You, you, you lose vision. You lose purpose. You lose passion. You lose drive. For, for the unction that God puts in you. You live angry. You live bitter. I'm talking about if you live under defeatism, under this first voice. That's not, this is not even, this is crazy, but this is not even the crazy part yet. Because it's crazy to think we just sung all powerful. And don't you sit there and live under defeatism. Don't you sit there and live under that. Don't you sit there and listen to the voice who's saying, no, you can't. No, no, no. Don't you sit there like that. Don't you come in here on Sundays and sing about his praises and leave here with no passion or no purpose or no drive or no push or no praise or no honor. Don't you do that. But that, that, that's what we're so doing. Don't you leave here angry and don't you live mad all week. I'm not mad. I'm passionate. I am not a mad man. I am very happy. But I am passionate. And, and this is this is this is hell stuff here. And I come to speak against it. I come with a voice that the Lord has given me against it. We live in it when we lose hope. We've lost hope. We talk faith. We talk hope. But it's so it's so shallow. And but it, we've lost hope. Amen. Amen. Live in retreat. Or at least at a standstill. There's no pushing forward. I like what he said. War done broke out in that other place. And it been war and hadn't been there for a while. But it's, it's died off enough. Retreat, retreat ain't in him. Pushing on. We hoping to go back in there this year. Like he ain't got enough going on. Come on, somebody. 
Like, like ain't enough going on. We're not, going, we're not retreating. We're not sitting still. Let them put their guns down for a few minutes and we're going back, Jack. Let them lay down. My God, in have fun. Let them lay down their guns for a few minutes. We gone. Amen. I wouldn't be surprised if he don't wait on in it anyway. I'm telling you. Amen. But, but living in, ret- in retreat all the time, backing up, pushing back. Or, or this, this is a sign of defeatism. Blame everybody. Yeah. Just blame everybody. There's problems, there's issues. Blame the government. Well, sometimes you ain't wrong. <laughs> Amen. Bl- bl- blame, blame all that. Blame your wife. Blame Eve. Blame the preacher. Blame the church. Your kids is crazy. Blame the pastor. You're, you know, you didn't come but three Sundays this year, but you, it's all the pastor's fault. Uh, shoot. You know, deflecting, deflecting all the time. Or, or lo- here's another sign, lost burden. When, when we're living in defeat, we're, we've lost our burden. It's a sign. When, you ain't got, when you've lost your compassion for human beings that are lost, human beings that are suffering, human beings that, that need somebody, somebody. When we've lost our burden, when we can't even share anything, that's a sign. It's just signs. It's just signs. It's just signs. Lost our personal dis- disciplines. Laid them down. You want to know, know how I know a lot of times we're in, when somebody's in defeat? Because they've laid down their prayer life. They've laid down their worship. They, they've laid down their church. They'll lay, they'll lay down the church usually first. They, they've laid it down. Laid down worship, of course. It's just a sign. It's just some signs. I, I know they're not, they're not maybe adequate in every area and everything, but that's what happens. Amen. Amen. Don't even look forward to church. That's something I got to endure. Am I talking to anybody in this house this morning? Got to endure. No, it's a celebration when you're not in defeat. My God, when you're a victor, this is not this is not endured. This is like, whoo. This is happy. Amen. Hey, this is not even, this is not even, this is not even where the, the crazy part, but this is where the crazy part begins. And I, I'm almost done. I'm, I'm a little over my 10 to 15 minutes, but it's almost, I'm almost done. Somebody thank God. This is, this is my first closing. Yeah. Work it out. Work it out, preacher. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. We ain't coming back to church tonight. Work it out. Hey, hey, he come from Sudan, man. Work it out, y'all. Toughen up. Toughen up. I ain't worried about your Super Bowl party. Come on, toughen up. I ain't never coming back to this church. I'm making room in here, ain't I? I am making room this morning. I'm making room. We might not need to be at New Build. No, I'm making some room. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if you really get this, we'll need more room. Hey, if you really get the victory that God wants you to have, we're going to need more room. More. 
And we won't be in retreat. We're going to be pushing. Hallelujah. But here, here's the second part that really builds off of this first lie. Because the first lie comes and tells you defeatism. Tells you, yeah, you can't believe that. You can't believe in God. You can't. You, you, you can't have God in this age. You can't live like that now. You can't have victory. And it gives you this list of impossibilities. Somebody ball that up and throw that sneaking thing away today. You can't have none of that. No, no. Faith killing slavery. But anyway, anyway, here's the second part that's so crazy. That's not even the crazy part. To me, that's crazy because with God, all things are. But here's the crazy part. Here's, here's the thing that the enemy, the darkness, and it really is the, the deception of this age, I feel like, are part, a chunk of it. Like I said, this, this won't solve it all, but this is some of it. And here's the deception. The enemy has taken this message of defeat, defeat and somehow brought it to us. We've accepted it. And the enemy has made it look like success. I, I'm going to clear that up. I'm going to work that out. The, the enemy has, has talked us in, believe defeat. Believe you can. Believe, believe all that. And then, and then the, this, is the decept, this is the crazy deception. We think that's success. Live over here in retreat. Don't bother nobody. Don't hurt nothing. It, it'll be well with you. You, you can... Meek out a life right here. Quit eating off of Jezebel's table. Start eating off God's table, will you? Come on. Come on. Live right here, and I won't bother you. You won't bother me. And he, he's talked us into thinking that this is success. I, I can prove it with a few, and i got to be hurried, just a few little analogies, a few little things. And I know I, I probably, rub, I told the Lord, I said, I'll rub somebody wrong right here, Lord. But uh, So, okay. Amen. Making room, making room, making room. Here, here's, here's, here's one of the things. See, 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 government, and not all of it, but a lot of government even. This is my first analogy. First example. Example number one. Government, government, the, the government, the, the side of government that wants us to believe and buy into big government. And and and, and what 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 it wants us to do, what really what they're asking us to do is, is to buy into its programs and its systems and its ideas. And in the end, what it's really after, and I gotta hurry, is is that we'll we'll put our hope in bigger government. <laughs> that we'll our hope will be this is your hope, it's bigger government. And, and somehow, somehow, somehow the enemy, the enemy has told us this defeat and made us said, this is what success will be. This is, if you'll buy into this socialistic, communistic, I know, I know, I'm, I'm gone now, I'm done, I'm done. If you'll buy into that, if you'll die into that, buy into that, this will be success. Things will be greater than that. And here's what we don't realize. Here's what we don't realize. Here's the deceptive part. See, we know under Revelation, we know better. We, by God's word, we know better. Because here, here, we know that you know what that's going to lead to? Government slavery. Government. Is that success? 
what you say. Let's trust God and let the devil jump off the bridge. Yeah. 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 Bigger, bigger government. No, that just leads. That's, that's the deception. You're not just going to lead to slavery. Slavery. I'll bring this one out, and I know I'm in real old trouble now. But like former administration, you know, and I'm just bringing out thoughts that come into my heart. And I know I know I might lean one way or nothing, but I'm trying not to be political this morning. I really am, and most of you know me that way. You know I'm not that way, but it's just true is true. Red is red, blue is blue, whatever. I don't know why them colors come out, but they did. But our former administration, DeBoer, <laughs> called. Listen. Acts of surrender to our enemy as, as, as a means to peace. I'm just telling you the truth. This will be a peaceable solution. So we give them 40, 50, 70 million, million billions, billions dollars that we don't even know about probably anyway and I'll just tell you there's no peace <laughs> there's no peace I'm just I'm just showing I, I'm going to I'm going to tighten the circle on up can I tighten the circle on up uh, can I tighten the circle on here, here I'm going to tighten it on up just a, a little bit just a little bit Critter, cultural, cultural political correctness tells us and I'm not a hate monger either y'all, do y'all know I'm not a hate monger how many know me well enough? No, I'm not a hate. I hate. I think everybody needs to get saved and love Jesus. I do. I think everybody can. Amen. He said, "In all the world," and that's that's the, that's every part. But but cultural political correctness tells us tells us <laughs> keeps telling us that we need to keep saying that certain enemy groups or what, even like Islam, Islam, Islam is a peaceful religion. I like my help over here on this second round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he knows I need help on this because, yeah, I'm in some deep water over here. Yeah, but, 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 but. He keeps telling us that, that, that this, is, this will be it. This is, and, and all we keep getting out of it is, is more violence. We, we paying, we paying, we've given them money to, to bomb our people. Is that crazy deception? Hey, hey, you do all this stuff here, accept this, surrender to your enemies, and 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 it's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be that's success. But we're gonna kill all of you while we're while it's successful. How stupid! What a deception! I'm just preaching. I'm just I'm just preaching. That's all. I'm just I'm just airing out what the Lord put in my heart. And I'm way past time now, but I'm too deep to stop because because I don't want you leaving here thinking I ain't got a bigger point. Because I got a bigger point. I really do. I do. Moral relevists, you know who moral relevists are. Those are the people that think truth is for whoever. I mean, I can decide what truth is. I can say, you know what, that's really not black. That's purple in my world. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to call. I'm going to call that purple. But, but moral revelists, I can't even say the world now. Yeah. Work it out. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They, they, they say, they say, you can't work out. You can't work out the perverse nature, your perverse nature. You, 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 you can't work out what's morally wrong with you. They, 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 that's what it is. They're telling you to surrender. Surrender to 
to that sin flesh. Surrender to that. Just, just surrender. Just, just, you can't, you can't, you can't. You'll never overcome perverse desires. And then here's what they tell you. Well, then just be you. They're telling us we're defeated, but if you'll accept it, that's success. That's success. That's success. You might, I'm, I'm an axe-killing, crack-smoking, whatever. Just be you. Come on. Just be you. Just be you. How, how many know that's not success? See, Jesus don't promise on that. Jesus said, come unto me, and I'll, I'll release you from that. You'll get help from that. There's transformation for that. That's what we talked about last night, a group of us was it. I was telling them, I said, I don't get it, because there's transformation when you come to Jesus. I'm going to tell you what, he saves the perverse. He changes our desires. He moves in our natural being. He makes all things new. Some things you do walk out. Some things do got to take time. Some things are sanctification all your life, but he changes it. I'll not set back. I'm not going to retreat over here and let my flesh destroy me. Hey! Hey! Or my marriage. Or my kids. Or my country. This, is, this, this could be one of our darkest hours Ever, but I come to tell you, if we'll buy into what's going on in this scripture, this here could be our greatest hour as the children of God. Amen. Amen. I gotta take it one step more. I couldn't help it. I was gonna stop, but I can't. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm I'm ruined. Church. It's even in church. I said it's even in church. Just accept defeatism. Church, and I know you've been to them. I know you've heard of them. I have. Well, I don't go to a lot of them anymore. Church, church growth. Church, I gotta be careful. You won't tell Larry on me, will you? <laughs> okay, just check. I bet you record you. Okay. It's our little secret. Church growth seminars. Not, not all of them, and not Larry even. Larry is a great man. But, but, but a lot of them, they, they promote strip the blood. Everything I preached last Sunday, everything I preached last Sunday, in church growth seminars of today, overall, not all of them, but overall, they say, take the blood out. Take the very core of the covenant. Remove that. Take, take, take the cross out. Don't preach the cross. My God, don't preach the cross. People will get upset. Don't, don't preach hell. And if you do, just, just make a joke about it. You know, don't preach anything that's abrasive, anything that's offensive. And this is church growth seminars. What are they telling the church? What are they telling the leaders? What are they telling the little groups that go? Accept defeat.
I got to clap for myself, keep myself going. <laughs> Amen. Or you'll be divisive. You'll be divisive. And listen, you won't get a crowd. You won't get a crowd. One of the things that this brother told me on his first trip here, I still remember, I never left my mind. He told me this. He told me, and, and he was he was telling me really how it was so hard to get fruit in the Sudan. And, and this, oh, they could draw a crowd. But here's what he said, but you, I, I don't know if you remember, but you told me it's hard to get true converts. That, that Listen, that will renounce all their old tribal ways, all their old tribal gods, all that boo-doo-doo-doo. Uh, I didn't mean do do. All that stuff. All that stuff. And really follow Jesus. So, so, what, what our son would tell him, take all that stuff out and just get the crowd. Just get the crowd. Just get the crowd. But I'm going to tell you something. That's, that's def- listen to defeatism. And that's not, that's not going to yield ultimately the Great Commission. What God has put, man, I love this man's heart. He said, I, so the Lord God sent me there to equip for the Great Commission, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. That's what he's doing. So i got to close. i got to close. i got to close. Amen. Because we can have all this crowd. I've learned that. How many know you can have a great big church with a whole lot of people in it, and it would be moral bankrupt? Yeah. It would be a mess. It would be a sloppy, 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 sloppy mess. I don't, I don't believe in being mean. I don't believe in being hostile. I don't believe in being rude. I don't believe in, I don't believe in all that. I believe, I believe, I believe when, when Scripture reads it, you read it. And you read it with passion. And you tell them that there's grace for that. Grace. I, I'm not a bit surprised when man falls. They don't surprise me. No, 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 no. What I'm surprised at is when they get a hold of grace and they grab onto that stuff and it changes their life. That's what I wonder at. That's, that's the amazing thing. Amen. I know they fall. Amen. Amen. So I got to finish. Here we go. Here we go. I got to go back to Daniel 11, 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here, here's one group of people that I've been preaching on, living in defeatism. They've been living there. They've been outside the covenant or whatever. I mean, if you're outside of covenant, you're going to believe a lie. You're going to believe I'm defeated. You're going to believe. Well, anyway, there's this other group of people. There's people that do know their God. <laughs> people who do know their God. And these people, that's why I come, I come to equip these people. Because it takes, it ta- you, got, you want to know how you're going to survive in an age that this voice of defeatism is so relevant. and even, How many of y'all fell, fell for the defeatism? How many of you fell for the voice? Just, just accept it. And it even took it further, and, and it looked like success, but something down inside said, no, no, something down inside told you, this, this ain't winning. This ain't winning. Well, here, here's, here's what I want to tell you. God says this. He said, he said, he said, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploits, great things. Pe- people, people who know their God, they're able to shake off all these voices, able to shake it all off. I didn't say they wouldn't come. 
I didn't say that you wouldn't hear them every day. Every time you, every, when you get out of the bed in the morning and it's defeatism or whatever's looking at you, you turn on the news, you whatever. The voices in your own family, the voices in your own head. I like what Brother Seth, he, he wandering around that house talking. He didn't know that boy in there listening. I'm, I hope there ain't nobody listening in my house sometime. Amen. Hey, I hope sometimes they ain't hearing what I'm saying. I'm just glad. I've always said I'm glad they ain't got me mic'd right here. <laughs> Dang. Amen. How many with me? Don't leave me out there like your, like your thoughts are floating around on lily pads. <laughs> Tranquil and beautiful. When you know God, when you really know God, you can shake off all those faith-killing statements. Every one of them. You may have to work through it. You may, you may have to do a lot of shaking. Uh, when bugs, bugs, bugs falls all the time, bugs falls, we tell him, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. When he falls, and he, it's just in him now. Every time he falls, he, he gets up. shaking. He's shaking off the hurt. And I thought about that. That's what, And maybe you should try it. Next time you get it. I'll tell you, if you get a voice from somebody, somebody tells you, you tell you somebody your dream, your vision, and you tell them that, and they look at you like you are so stupid, and you can't do that. Just shoot it. <laughs> Shake that stuff off. And then open your eyes and see where they're at. Next time, some, next time a church member tells me we can't do that. I'm, Come on, Paul, you with me? Because you know, you know what I'm talking about. They tell you, no, you can't. Do then I'm going to crack it just see if they're still there. If they are, I'm going to do it some more. had to shake it off, brother. That's what knowing God, when you know Him, you can shake off threats and hostilities and statements and defeat and all the bull, the spirits and all the Jezebel spirits, all that intimidation, manipulation, fear, all that junk. You can just shake it off because you know what? You may know all that. You may know all they saying, but you know God. You know God. You know God. You know God. Now, here's what I want to say. Knowing God in that way, I believe you're speaking from whoever, whoever's talking. I don't care. It don't matter to me. But, but if you don't know God, you get to the place that you can shake it off. You get to the, get to the place where you can do the things. Not retreat, but push on. Push into Get your passion back. Get your dream back. Get your hope back. Get your burden back. Hey! Get your burden back. Here's, here's, how, here's how you're going to have to do it. You, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, it's knowing God, but here's how that's going to come. It's the only way I, I believe this all my heart is intimacy. 
I won't say it like that. Intimacy with God. It's not just, as much as I love church, it's not just coming in here and just hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. There's a lot of people that's come, 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 and they've never had an intimate experience. They don't know God no more than they ever did. Intimacy comes through, through knowing Him. Knowing, knowing Him. Intimacy. This experience. This is, this is what will make you strong. So how does intimacy come? Let me tell you how it comes. Wherever you're at today, wherever you're at today, or in those tough times, where those next steps, or that when defeatism is talking to you, you got to trust Him. How many know intimacy only comes by trust? It is. You'll never be intimate with God unless you trust Him. Me and my wife, you know how we know, know each other? This intimacy, if we trust. Every day, it's growth. Every year, tough times, good times. Bad times, when I blowed it, when she blowed it, whatever. But in the end, we still trusted. And I know her now. I know when I'm on bad ground. I, I know when I've said something. I, I know when I'm about to say something. I know I, I, I wheel around and I look. Did she hear that? Because I'm intimate. And you know what? That's what God, that's, that's the same. With God. With God. It's, it's, it's getting where we can trust Him. We can trust Him. That's, all, that's what David was. And I got I to close. That's what David was when, when his town was burned. Wife, kids, all gone. People wanted to kill him. They wanted to stone him. And he slipped away. He said, I, I, I got to have a little intimate break here. And he slipped away, and he got with God. The Bible says, Bible says he encouraged himself in God. He, he just said, I got to have a God experience here. And he got with God, and he asked God, come on. He didn't accept defeat. Town's on fire. Smoke belling up. Mess. Burning. They go kill him. I'm not gonna accept that, he said. I'm not gonna accept that. You're not gonna kill me, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna slip off. We're gonna, we're gonna encourage ourselves with God. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna depend on and he got with God and he, and he got he asked God, shall I pursue? You tell me, God. And God said, pursue. Not only pursue, but recover all. Hey! You know, you know what? And he left there. Pursuing. You know why? Know God. He, 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 he got back all because he trusted God. And he did, he did, listen, great exploits. Great things. Great things. Great things. When you when you know, when you know, when you know, when you know God, you know what God wants. You can go with it all your heart. That's the only way that cat went to Sudan. I'm just going to tell you right now. You don't go to Sudan unless you know God. This is what God wants. Yeah. Amen. I thought I had a good story. I thought God called me to preach at the mailbox. It's a good story. I'm just going to throw my story away and start using yours. <laughs> I got to close. Here, here it is. Here it is. Here, here, I, I believe this. I do. I do. I believe. I believe. I want to ask you this. living in defeat are you living in defeat 
and believing that it's all right. Believing somewhat that this is this is success. Come on. Yeah. I don't want you leaving this place. I don't want you leaving this place this morning with all these other voices telling you can't. I want you to leave this place with all these faith-killing statements rolling around in your heart and your mind. I want you to get up tomorrow morning knowing you're God. Is anybody in here this morning? i got to close. Is anybody in here this morning? You need to trust Him. You need to trust Him right here today. Living in defeat in some area of their life. Whatever that is. And you need to trust Him just right now. I need to trust you, God. I need to trust you. Hey! I need to trust you, God. Anybody in this house like that this morning? 